Creative Moment Season 3, Episode 8. We are still doing this as the sun sets gloriously over our faces. My <laughs> lights are not charged, so we are using the natural light. So, with that, let's get right into it with Donnie Bullhauer and Jamie Bullhauer, as you all well know by now. Oh, you went, yeah. that was bad. But today, we're just kind of, it's been a busy uh, week Busy couple weeks in uh, the the Bullhauer kind of family household with a bunch of graduation stuff and, and all this. So we figured we'd just kind of catch up, catch our breath, uh, talk about whatever. So um, actually, the, actually, just that idea of being busy was something I was thinking about, like how easy it is to let busyness take over and not... Uh, do the things or uh, work on you know your skills and stuff um, it, it is one of those real life hurdles for creative people Definitely. and like we have been busy like we have just straight up we just got back from junior high concert uh, graduation weekend ceremonies on Saturday and Sunday party got track I got district track I had my poetry slam, which at some point I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah, that was a good I, uh, first yeah. question, but we can get into the No, but so um, how do you actually, how do you maintain your creative spark when you are busy? I don't always, <laughs> uh, would be the honest answer. It is hard to, creative, being creative takes a lot of mental energy and sometimes when you're just so wrapped up in life or just the busyness of whatever it is, I'm about to enter uh, another busy season with spring state events this time. So sometimes we, and we've talked about this with, with these videos I make for the NSA, that the creativity almost gets put on the back burner a little bit, um, just more about getting them done versus creativity. I think uh, a good way to kind of keep it kind of flowing is one uh i love being outside all the time so that that always just kind of seems to spark mm -hmm. something whether i'm just one wheeling and i see like some nice lighting or or something like that that uh, happened earlier this week went out with jc and took photos because uh, i saw that like all the flowers on my one wheel trail were like in bloom so i was like okay yeah let's go take some photos of that um so I, I try to be outside a lot. There's always something interesting going on uh, that typically sparks something. Otherwise, I just kind of have to almost take a step back. It's interesting for me because creativity causes busyness for me with it being my job. And so sometimes it feels like I just need to step away from all of it. Uh, but I find very rarely now I just make stuff for me and that's usually when i am like i need to go on a trip so that it's just dedicated to that um with with it going hand in hand like when i get a job done i have to email the delivery and i hate emails and i hate inquiries and all that <laughs> stuff so it, it sometimes i i kind of face a little hurdle of well i want to be creative but if i'm going to be creative i should probably do my job instead of being creative for me and so it, it is definitely a weak point in my creative life that I have had a hard time finding balance for. Yeah. 
And I think, obviously, as you learn and grow, and, and it is, it's and especially in your case, because your job is centered around your creativity, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, because you're spending time and energy, you know, your graphics and uh, the intro videos and, and stuff. And, but then, though, that's the point. You get to that point, then you're like, you got to go. You know, yeah. and so it's almost like a huge roller coaster, and that's not always good because there's highs and lows, and you know, stress. When you come off of stress, sometimes you get physically sick, um, you know, and things like that. Um, and you'll just have to learn. You know, uh, you like to get up early in the morning. You know, you got mocha now, maybe morning walks you know just she doesn't like morning walks that really like- <laughs> bothers me she likes it more in the evening but in the morning she will not walk and i'm like this does not bode well for the routine because i love like she, one time she did it really well and the rest of the time she just <laughs> she does not do it so that's okay we've got to work on that yeah but yeah and i just um luckily due to the situation we've been really busy but I decided for May to do the photography challenge. So um, one of the pictures was taken when we ran down and back um, for the college graduation. It was just like, oh, this would be kind of a cool picture for this prompt. You know, to five minutes maybe at the most because I was just kind of like, okay. And I'll, there were people and I didn't want people in the picture. Um, and so I, it just correlates that I've got a challenge going on at the same time of the business, but I had just finished the poem, poem a month challenge with April and that also in a sense helped, but yet that also was kind of like, okay, I just got home from a track meet. I got, it's nine o'clock at night and I added that I really wanted to make sure I tried out new forms or revisit forms I hadn't done in a while. Um, and so the mental energy at the end of the day to get that done, but because it was a challenge, I think that that helped out. It kept me and it, it's keeping me even now, um, to, uh, stay or focus on the creativity since in this case it's photography and I'm nowhere close as good as you. Um, I, I still see it. I still see the world in that creative lens instead of the cre- uh, being burned out lens and yeah. like, oh my gosh, I got to, you know, do that type of thing. Um, so, yeah, busyness, that's, that's it's a tough thing. We all get there, but I think in your case, I think a lot of people have that moment that they get so busy, 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 and then it's like, okay, mm, kind of burnout. Yeah. And in the long run, that's not good because that's just... A roller coaster of stress on your on your mental and your physical state. Yeah. So with you have a whole other type of busyness, having an entire family to look after, provide for, and then a job with coaching on top of that. How do you? I know. So uh, you spent the whole month of April prepping for the uh, Nebraska Slam Poetry Tryouts. Tryouts. So oh, yeah, that was a whole finding one. time because that can be stressful as well. <coughs> finding time for that in the midst of the busiest time of the year for you. So I uh, this it was fun. I tweeted about this a little bit that especially other teams. I think my team, my jumpers, kind of know and knew, you know. But I would walk and I would be reciting the poems, <laughs> you know, just like okay, we're it's a two mile. I'm just gonna walk and. You know, go through go through that. Um, so I just 
infused it into the schedule when I could. And so the big reveal, yeah, I didn't make finals. I made it through two rounds. Still kind of bitter. Uh, all, all I will say is that I did memorize all my work. I did everything and all three finalists who made it read off of a screen. And I just was kind of like, does it not matter? Like, you know, I really uh, kind of had my performance down. I practiced lots of uh, uh, things and it like, it didn't seem to matter. But is it, that's subjectivity. Yep. Yep. I mean, in a, in a creative world, you're going to be faced with that no matter what you produce, art, books, photography. Yep. I just delivered a, uh, a shoot from last week, um, and I thought I did really well, and I took a lot of time editing it because uh, there wasn't a lot of color in it, and so with that, uh, color temperature can really sway versus basically like what they're wearing or even like just there's a when there's just like gray white and black everything looks skewed if your temperature is just a little bit off it either looks yellow or green or or blue or magenta something like that so i really focused on nailing down the colors for it sent it off uh the the person that will be paying me loved it the person that she sent it off to to use hated it <laughs> <laughs> and said that the color correction sucked and, and uh, we need to discuss it moving forward. And, all, and, and they just asked for all the unedited photos, which if you know in the photography, photography world is a big no-no. Like that's, that's, not, that's not my full product, so that shouldn't be uh, something that I ever deliver. But it's like, and then so the, that client is a, is a designer and I checked out his website, <laughs> and sub my subjectivity. I thought his his work was awful, just terrible. So <laughs> he's never gonna watch us. But it was awful. It was, it was it was it was very 2005. Everybody has a yeah, a and vibe. so yeah, everybody so, has a vibe. So it, it like, I think his work sucked. He thinks mine sucked. <laughs> like it, there is. That level, and that's a big struggle too, is when you create unique things with every product that you put out there, everyone, depending on your audience, depending on your physical uh, product, can be subjectively viewed as really bad based on their preferences, or it can be really good, and that's something that is a never-ending battle, because yeah, if, if you would have just read it off a screen the fact that you may have gotten a better score if you would have done less is kind of an interesting thing to yeah. think about like yeah I, or and in this case also i'm i'd you know it is what it is but the topics of the poems um mine were very different um you know uh especially the the first one a poet's price um it just was different than, than what everybody else brought. And I, I don't know. Yeah, it just was one of those things. Um, the, the hard part is I, I put in a lot of time. I put it, I really wanted this. The uh, who, who won the slam will represent Nebraska um, at nationals this summer. And I was, 
was gunning for it. I was like, I want to do this. And that's also, it's crazy to, to get myself back out into that competition. Okay. Like, and the butterflies I had and to go after that and to, you know, end up short again. And it's like, dang, all right, now what? And I, it's, it, as a creative, when you get feedback like that, honestly, like, I, I ended up writing a new poem because of it. But um, I just, like, driving home, I was like, I, because I've, it's been relatively, I've enjoyed the process. I like, you know, the communities and stuff. But I'm just like, I just feel like I'm not I'm stagnant to a degree. There's just, I'm not, how do I break through? Um, and so I was like, that, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the sign that I'm just, you know. And then I wrote a poem. So here you go. And then I wrote a blog. And, you know, you can't, I, you can't get away from your own creativity. It's just the success part, the appreciation for it. And going after something. I hadn't done that individually as a coach it's teams and athletes and you know i'm helping them and you know that's different this was my thing and it just was a really it's a different kind of sting and we've talked about the creep like you're putting all this work into something that's like your baby your like it's you yeah and just to get that negative result negative feedback uh coming up short just it stings just yeah more than most, <laughs> like more than most other things do and yeah like you said like losing in the finals sucked but there is a little bit of like a, a personal hit that that gets you when you get a, a negative experience with with this type of stuff and it it is hard. It is hard. Like, it, and if anybody says, "Oh, it's just for," it's like, no, not. It's honestly because, and whether like in athletics, your journey and and other stuff, you know, because you put yourself out there, and that's the most vulnerable aspect of all of this is you are presenting yourself, like, and we don't, especially when we just get it negative feedback and per se in my case i just didn't make finals and i just felt like okay they all are just reading from a screen i had it memorized like how come that didn't matter yeah you know like i I, fine i get but it's like did not this is supposed to be somewhat of a performance you know so yeah yeah and I know we, I mean, Sebastian went through his speech career yep. with some of that same stuff. And, um, you know, it, that is, with art, it's subject to a whole bunch of different, like, to be honest, I think the Mo- Mona Lisa, it's like, okay, cool. But, like, <laughs> what? Like, it's like, whatever. There are, I remember in, like, sixth grade or something, going to, like, an art museum. I don't remember where it was. But it was, like, the... You know the the boxes like the red, blue, and yellow box painting. Okay, yeah, with the, uh, like the white squares, and then there's a couple of red, yellow, and blue, and that's like a huge breakthrough art thing. I'm like, that sucks. That's <laughs> awful. And yet it has probably grossed millions of dollars and is worth a ton of money and all. And it 
like there's a banana taped to a wall with duct tape and that's like seen as some like great <laughs> like oh that's genius he taped the banana like i just don't the most liked picture on instagram is a picture of an egg yeah and yeah, but that, that might be a social, ironic yeah. thing, actually. But like, but okay, still. so like that abstract, pa- the block painting yeah. or whatever. It just is, it's interesting all the factors that go into play, like, when when viewing this stuff and, and critiquing it and kind of valuing it. Like, if you were the only one that performed... How did that not stand out so far from all like all the other ones? That yeah, just, that, and that's read. the part that stuck because I'm like, and one of them, one of them, it was a computer. Like they put a computer <laughs> and they just read for, and I'm like, memorize every like oh, but it is it is subjective though. I mean it's it is subjective, and you know it just was kind of. And now, a week later, it still stings. Um, A week later, (laughs) though, I've actually, like, you know what? I improved a lot on some things. Um, I learned new techniques in regards to expanding my poetic toolbox. You know, I, like, I am really good at some classic forms and stuff like that. But now understanding uh, pauses and creating tempo within pockets and, and, and stuff and creating rhyme schemes that aren't just end rhymes or so like I, I admit yes it is but it you have to you have to get there right at the moment when it, it's over or the critique comes or like that moment is raw it hurts. You know, yes, we get over it. We learn that we did learn some cool things, but you know, I think in the creative world, it's a, it, and I think sometimes for people who are trying to venture into this world, I think that's is one of the things that scares them because we do know, we do know that this is us. This is my poem. This yep. is my painting. This is uh, my f- photograph. You know, my sculpture, whatever. And I've given my time and effort and heart into this. And here, world, you do what you want yeah. with it. Or what you, do you think? What do you think? Yeah. yeah. And it, like, if you don't... It's a Peter McKinnon quote. It, he says, if you are not, like, scared or nervous when you hit post or when you, like, right before you give a performance or, like, the moment leading up to that product becoming in the public eye you probably didn't put enough heart into it and you probably don't care that much about it and so that i can agree with that i yes that's kind of like a silver lining like at at the very least you know what you put out there was your best work it was it was the exemplification of you and you put all you had into it like if you didn't have butterflies before going on and and doing that performance you probably did and i had to go first of course i had i started the whole thing i'm like and i think i was the only one not from omaha or lincoln also like i just you know like yeah butterflies (laughs) yeah they're like called my name like of course of course i have to go first (laughs) 
Was it alphabetical? No, they okay. said it wasn't, but... It's from Hastings. Yeah, it's from Hastings. This guy, don't know him. He's not in this circle. Yeah, well... Interesting. Did yep. they give you a critique after, or so it's, they did just the the traditional poetry slam? They wrote the scores on uh, whiteboards. They announced the scores out. They dropped the high and the low, um, and and to a degree, the mat it got. I, I will admit a little bit like there's a lot of middle scores, you know, um, and so sometimes it's it's interesting because I did. I don't think I scored less than an 8-5, but I scored as high as like a 9-1 on the first one. But there's a lot of that middle 8, you know. And it just, because to get into finals, they took both round scores. So there was a lot of math and a bunch of like scrunched numbers um, with that. But again, it is subjective. Then, yeah, they announced it and they, you know. Yeah, and uh, I mean, even it goes even as deep as someone's, personal experience may be related to this poem more and that it hits them differently. Yep. Like, like with music, if you're in like a, a sad mood or something, that music w- will make you feel different than it would if, if you were happy. And so like there is that always that human subjectivity that can't be mimicked or even uh, duplicated in, yeah. at, at any point in time. And so, yeah, that's kind of our off-the-cuff little rant, little just kind of like unwind <laughs> session to you guys uh, to get uh, Season 3, Episode 8 in the book. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. We're almost done with Season 3. Um, maybe in a couple weeks we'll, we'll share some of that work from our photography slash your, your poem a day stuff. Um, Subscribe to us or follow us on on Spotify or like our podcast or whatever um, if you enjoy hearing this stuff. And we'll see you guys in a couple weeks.